Big news from Sports Kita Wrestling about AEW, WWE, William Regal. Why did he leave? What's going on? Tony Khan is actually revealing all of this story. And the big battle between WWE and NXT and AEW this Saturday? What? Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out! You can see the big story there up on screen. William Regal, it's been known here for just about a week or so that he is out of AEW. He is gone. And uh, joining me, I'm Kev Kellum, Nick Harkson. Uh, what do you think of this big story? He's out. It's, it's confirmed. This is not like a, a hidden secret or it's reported but unconfirmed. It is widely known. Now you have Tony Khan saying it. It is absolutely happening. And he is indeed leaving them for WWE and, and other reasons that we'll get into. There's actual reasons for why he's doing this today. Yeah, this is this is huge news. I mean, it was kind of hinted at for a while now, and now that it's out in the air, you know, I'm, I'm personally happy that Regal's going back. Uh, you know, there's the reasons why he is, and we'll get into that. But, yeah, me personally, glad he's back in WWE. Uh, yeah, sound off in the comments. Let us know what you guys think here. Why is William Regal leaving uh, AEW. Uh, so basically in the conference call that Tony Khan today to promote Ring of Honor, another promotion he, own, he owns under the AEW banner. They have a pay-per-view this Saturday, by the way. That snuck up on you, right? Um, he elaborated. He knew that media was going to ask about it. Uh, and it was kind of an elongated reason that isn't just all based on William Regal. And William Regal's reasons for it um, make a lot of sense. Uh, and especially the point in where he is in his life. Uh, and it's kind of interesting because uh, it, it shows a, a nicer side to a corporate being. Tony Khan elaborated that and revealed something that kind of wasn't known publicly, that his mother unfortunately suffered two strokes in the last few months and was undergoing treatment for that. And, uh, and he's been dealing with that while, um, you know, managing an NFL football team and a Premier League <laughs> soccer club, and uh, I know Europeans hate when I call it soccer, and and oh yeah, AEW as well. So he's a very very busy man. Um, and in in that experience, like he's talking to William Regal about his contract coming up, and I watched my football with, at my parents' house with my parents. My mom was hooked up on a lot of machines. I was just praying that my mom's surgery would go okay. That same night, I got a phone call, and it was saying that William Regal has approached Mega, who's one of the financial advisors, one of the heads of the company, and it was a very legitimate and valid stuff. Basically, he's got a son who works there, Charlie Dempsey, who's in uh, WWE's developmental system, popped up on NXT recently. So he's been in that system for quite some time. That is William Regal's son. It's well known. Uh, he's got a son who works for another wrestling promotion, and he really wanted us to end... He really wanted at the end of the year when we had the option to renew his contract that he was asking that we would not. Uh, nothing bad. We were having a great time working together, but that this was an opportunity for him to go back and work on his golden years of his career with his son. It's a very complex situation for AEW because he's a huge part of what we're doing on screen and we really value him. There's multiple storylines that he's involved in at this point. It's true. Uh, as we thought, as as we were going to Toronto that week, obviously I had a lot on my mind. Uh, that was the timing of the request from Regal, and I really had to think about it. Both those shows in Toronto were very successful, and at the end of the week, my mom 
had this heart surgery. And when I got back, my, my dad and sister had already been there in the hospital since the previous day. Uh, my mom was asleep. I don't know. Uh, my mom was asleep and I got a message from Regal. I was asking if we could talk and I made time to talk with him and it went outside of the hospital and sitting down on his park bench and you know, the Mayo clinic. That's pretty serious. It's the Mayo clinic. He really had good intentions. I'd like to say for why he wanted to go back. It made a lot of sense. Frankly, the last thing I wanted to do at that moment was prevent any parent and any child and any son from being together. And I was sitting in the park bench at Mayo clinic in Jacksonville where my mom was sleeping inside of recovering from major operations. So, you know, Kind of, kind of like lays out some real life reasons why it kind of came together, and he had some perspective on it, which I can admire. Which I can admire. Uh, it is worth noting that there was some, there, were, there was a slight mention that he said that this would not be an on screen role. If he's leaving our company, he's not leaving. You want it, you want your pettiness. If you want your AEW WWE tribalism pettiness, <laughs> um, you can find it in there because he says in the same conference call where he's wrapping up to the comp, the, the big the big pay per view this this Saturday afternoon. Uh, that he is indeed not not going to be on television. You're not going to see William Regal on television. I'll let you go. I won't renew your contract, but you're not going to pop up on TV. Don't <laughs> pop up on TV. Don't you don't you go showing up on television, William Regal, on Wednesday nights, Tuesday nights. You're on television. You're on my show. I mean, this is a loss for AEW, no matter how you spin it, right? Yeah, big time. And uh, that's Tony Khan saying that he's not going to allow William Regal on TV. That's, that's it's the, it's basically like the terms, like the understanding right. of the release. Is okay, that you're not gonna we we our understanding is you're not gonna show up on television. Now, how they can hold him to that, uh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, that's I don't, what I was. Like, I don't ask, understand. But... And there was there was mixed reports about this. We we were we were shocked to find out he was getting out of the deal. You know, yeah. Uh, we heard yeah. that he was under a three year deal. We've heard of other people being under locked deals. We know it's for multiple years. There's no turnover option. So apparently, this must have been a turnover option. But you also have a William Regal that's 54. His son is wrestling in WWE, and William Regal could go there and become the heir apparent runner of NXT with Shawn Michaels and and have like a Michael P.S. Hayes role, be like a high-ranking person in Triple H's WWE. I mean, it's not obvious to connect those dots. This isn't hard to break down. Uh, I think it's harder to understand Tony Khan's position with what he had going on, and that makes sense. I think it kind of humanizes him in that regard. But then there's gonna other people that say they're AEW loyalists, and they're like, "No, why would you let him do that? Why would you let that guy who's so critical to the development of so many stars leave your company because he wants to?" I've heard other people say that too. I've heard other people say, and that that I think I, I don't take that stance because I think it's a little dehumanizing and it lacks a whole lot of empathy, and it's just like, "No, crush WWE," <laughs> and, and vice versa. You know what I mean? And yeah. So I don't know. It's it's pretty uh, out there situation. I, I think it'd be completely different if William Regal was just like, hey, I want to go to WWE. You know, obviously, I think he'd be like, no. But since there was the human factor, you know, family was involved. <clears throat> I think it was a good, you know, thing of Tony mm-hmm. Khan to do and actually understand because this does not happen in the wrestling world a lot, you know. No. Um, so this this is really cool to see Tony Khan do that and especially to a veteran wrestler who's been he, around he, in the business he, forever. Like, you know he's going to WWE. It's yeah. Like known. <laughs> yeah, it's known. You, That's it's, where he's going. That's the craziest thing about this all, but I mean. <laughs> you know, and, and then then it becomes kind of uh, really clear in another situation. Let me counter with this. It becomes very, very clear. You were in the White Sox set, so we'll make the Chicago, Chicago connection here. <laughs> Punk Watts out of his deal. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. and they want like a buyout and all these different things, and that's very very messy. I'm not saying I know any details. This is purely speculative. But if you're letting William Regal leave because you've had this very personal connection with them, 
your under, your understanding of, of where he is, why he wants to do it. And, uh, you know, there's some people say, oh, maybe there was a buyout clause or like there was some backdoor thing, like, listen, like a handshake thing, like sign the deal. But if you want to get out and you feel like Triple H is going to run that thing, sure, we'll let you go there. Now, mind you, a year ago, January the 2021, no one thought that yes. Triple H was going to be run at WWE. So that's no. like a whole other conversation. But now, you know, the hold up with Punk getting out of AEW being, quote, ready for his next project, whatever that might be. And that does, that doesn't just say it's wrestling either. Um is is AEW <laughs> and the holdup is on their side and they put a lot of money and a lot of real estate both on television and marketing and everything into him and bringing him back and selling out the United Center on the rumor you know one of the biggest houses they've ever had in an arena on the rumor of him just walking out and talking in a wrestling ring and it worked yeah and it worked and it was probably one of the biggest nights I've ever had um but you're gonna let him go <laughs> but you're not gonna let this guy go Right, and right. It's it shows. I feel bad for Tony because he's obviously going through a lot. Um, but it shows this clear sense of we'll do this, but we still, you know, this this is we're we're gonna be that we're gonna say we're this thing, but we're we're gonna have to do it. Some and WWE's done it dozens of times. You know, oh, yeah. where, where they've had a tough situation where it seems like they're favoring one person over another, and and it's all speculative. I'm just laying it all out there and seeing what people would say, but. It's kind of crazy. I mean, what what factor do you think he's going to have on NXT moving forward? Is that where he immediately goes into the, that system of the Performance Center? I mean, I think so, just because, you know, his son has made a few appearances there. Maybe he starts to manage his son. Um, and he I doesn't did, have to be on television. He, he doesn't have like, to be. Like, that part is legitimately true. Like, William Regal could still be a critical force oh, yeah. in, in NXT off-screen, in WWE's Performance Center as a scout. Oh. Um I know people that have performed for him when they're being scouted and what that experience is like Ooh. and even not getting hired. They, they said it was one of the better experiences they, they appreciated in their career. And this is me talking nice. to people in wrestling who have contracts and don't have contracts and want to get a contract. And, uh, and him being a gatekeeper of that is widely respected. And I was yeah. like, wow, it's, and, and this is from people that didn't get signed. This is from people that heard no, you know? So, I mean, when you have that much respect, that's a lot. That's a that, lot yeah. to say. Jay, Jay Feliciano uh, commenting here. A man who knows a thing or two about, about the inner workings of the wrestling business. I always agree when Jay shoots a comment over. Uh, Regal is valued, but not needed by any company. Um, speaks volumes about his worth as an employee. So he's not moving the needle as weekly television, but he's building the future of the business. And that's true. I think that's kind of been his role for the last 10, 15 years. But he's just been seen as such a visionary coach in terms of how he, how he gets something out of talent. But in AEW, he was really much of an on-screen character. Obviously, there's a lot of people saying, oh, people weren't listening to him. We heard that from EC3 on a Wrestling Outlaw show. You read that, what EC3 said, where he was basically saying that no, no one in that locker room was genuinely listening to him. But there's already been debate about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we could we could rehash that if you want. But um, like like Jay said, Regal is such just a value to the locker room. You know, he he's not needed there. But I think with with NXT, like you said, I think it would be great to put him in development um, or, or you know, just uh, creative. Uh, he's just been with the business for so long with so many different brands. You know, he's WCW back in the day, WWE, AEW. He's been all over the place. So he's just got a ton of knowledge. I think using his brain more than his face on TV is the direction that they should go with this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Steve sir saying I'm excited to see William Regal back in WWE but I cannot understand why he can't be on television yeah it's kind of weird maybe yeah. that was the terms of letting him go 
Um, and, and that's part of it. Hey, I'll let you be with your son, but you can't be on television with him, you know? <laughs> and um, I just want to know what Tony would like, what's going to happen when, if, and when he does come out on TV. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, Conrad Feeney saying should have never been allowed to leave the WWE in the first place. Well, he didn't leave the WWE. He was released from the WWE. And that was something that reportedly really upset triple H at the time. who was still in the men from his heart surgery. Um, so yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of people chiming in here. Let me know what you guys think here. Uh, what, what position does this put them in here? Watch out, watch out what's going on. Yuri. I appreciate all the people. If you're with us for the first time, let us know what you guys are watching from here. And this leads into a, a wild situation here. And uh, we've been covering it for a while here, uh, but it is coming up here. It's going to be a really busy Saturday. It's going to be a really, really busy Saturday. Ring of Honor presented by AEW will have their final battle show 2022. Um, this show, is, I want to say it was like crammed together, but they've really put this card together in like the last less than a month that, the, that this has been announced. Um, and they've done that with other shows, but there hasn't, I don't know. It just feels a lot more. I don't want to, I don't want to use the term like, cram, like put just slam together, but it feels hodgepodge. Like some parts feel built up and some parts don't ring of honor world championship. Chris Jericho, the Ocho taking on Claudio Castagnoli. Ring of Honor World Television Championship Samoa Joe versus Juice Robinson, who just signed with a company. They just randomly announced that match on Rampage last week. The ROH Women's Championship match will see Mercedes Martinez taking on a much more meaner Athena. Who's Mina than Athena? I'm taking that <laughs> from a Tamina. Uh, the Ring of Honor Pure Championship will see Daniel Garcia against defend against Willow Yuta. This is sort of something they've done in a previous Ring of Honor show, but that, that storyline's been kind of uh, sitting there for a couple months before they just decided to remind you that it was a thing. Uh, Swerve on our glory, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland will take on Shane Taylor and J.D. Griffey. J.D. Griffey has never up reportedly wrestled for Ring of Honor. He's wrestled on AEW Dark, and they're putting him here with Shane Taylor, who was a big part of Ring of Honor uh, before the AEW purchase. He has not been on AEW television. He randomly popped up on Rampage and randomly called out Keith Lee, and we were reminded that at some point they were a tag team together in Ring of Honor. There's just a lot of stuff that's just being um, just put together. On the show, a show that reportedly uh, fans were complaining about online. It's gonna it's gonna air at, at three p.m. Uh, three p.m. Eastern is the pre-show on BR uh, BR Live and YouTube for free, the zero hour, and, and then you'll have the main show at four p.m. Eastern, three p.m. Central. Uh, so it's a forty dollars show. Mm. Mm. You know, I, I'm not saying that's bad. It's Chris Jericho and Claudio Castagnoli. There's a lot of big yeah. names on this. Um, but this is just another thing of like, I think people have moved into the streaming world with wrestling. They've moved into that. Um, what do you think of this though? WWE NXT, same night. They just added the new day to this show. The new day yeah. are going to take on pretty deadly um, uh, on that card. And we're also going to get an iron survivor challenge <laughs> for our men's and women's. And we'll get Apollo cruisers, Braun breaker. I'm just saying point of access. Um, I think, I think NXT might take the day just, just cause it's a little bit more accessible. Yeah, some more people. It isn't to say that it may be the better or worse show. Who knows? What do you yeah. think? Yeah, um, I have to agree. You know, I uh, I have Comcast Xfinity, so Peacock comes free to me. Yeah, you and, get it right uh, through your cable package. Yeah, so I mean, I don't even have to. I don't have to pay for anything extra. Um, it's right there. I can find it easy. Uh, you know, Ring of Honor. I, I'm probably I'm probably gonna watch the pay per view no matter what, but um just just me personally if I had my choice that day if I had to choose one or the other I'm going NXT just because the accessibility and it's free to me so yeah yeah and this is the show um 
you know, that's like in the afternoon, which is a different thing. You know, like WWE's done that with Crown Jewel, and I don't think it's a bad spot. Maybe it does really well, you know, because yeah. it's in the afternoon. Maybe people say, like, yeah, sure, it's easier. I can still have the night to myself. And we have a UFC fight later that night. But my thing is, if you have a UFC fight, are you going to spend your money on the UFC pay-per-view, which is still very much a pay-per-view product, and they've kept their fans' pay-per-view audience, and you got to pay a subscription fee just to even pay for the pay-per-view, right? Yeah. Um, so it may, it makes me think like, wow, you've put yourself in a tough position here. Like this is a really, really tough. And, I, and that's no shot at any of the attractions that are on the show. Like Chris Jericho, all-time legend. Claudio Castagnoli becoming an all-time legend. Um, right. Samoa Joe on the show as well. You know, and he's going to be in there with Darby Allen. I, no, uh, actually Juice Robinson. Excuse me. Uh, I think oh. so. Am I wrong? Let me reread my card. I'm probably wrong here. Yeah, Samoa Joe and Juice Robinson. Excuse me. Juice. Joe is taking on Darby Allen on Rampage, by the way. That's why I was confused. But I mean, it just seems like a lot, a lot of wrestling in one day. And, and you're going to have people that are just going to pick between the two shows, even if they're trying not to separate each other. And I could see a, a very angry uh, someone in the Jacksonville offices getting pretty angry at their screens, looking at what's trending, what's not, and how they're dealing with things. But there we go. Yeah. That uh, Ring of Honor show, I mean, I, I feel like, unfortunately, it's going to be more for, you know, the hardcore wrestling fans because the casuals are going to go. UFC and WWE during the day is is just how I is how I feel it's going to go. Or if, even the hardcore fans will say like, "Hey, yeah, that's true." A lot of hardcore know, fans are big UFC fans too, so I mean it's Yeah, and and yeah. what and there there's hardcore in the AEW audience. I don't I, I don't know if the AEW audience is clamoring to see this, you know? Right, it's worth yeah. noting Tony Khan said today after final battle he'll announce something about the future of the brand. So there's some hope I think for weekly television, which is what people really wanted with AEW. And when they got Ring of Honor, is where they're going to get it as like another brand because they have be cool. more than enough talent to do it. They, they know do. they have they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of people under contract. They have too many championships that that yeah. need value and need to be showcased. They have a lot of talent that's there. You have, you have guys that are healthy scratches. You have yeah. guys that are on the. You have guys that are legitimately injured, and I include the gals when I say guys like that too. Um, but yeah, they got they got they got to do something, and hopefully they announce a streaming deal, something, uh, and we're going to get some type of announcement either at Final Battle or after it. Uh, but Tony Khan saying you'll see less of Ring of Honor on AEW uh, television moving forward, which I think has been a complaint for some people is they feel like, hey, it's, it's just like this insertion of it, and it's just kind of like crammed in there, and you're already putting the titles on guys that you'd see in AEW already, and it's just, it feels put upon, not weaved into the show. And it's odd that it feels that way. I thought it would be a little bit more seamless. Yeah, I, I actually have a few buddies who, um you know, deterred away from AEW because they couldn't find, they were like, what's going on here? They got Ring of Honor here now, New Japan's coming in, what the heck? Like, they just couldn't keep their, they couldn't keep track of what was going on in AEW. They said it was kind of all over the place with them bringing mm -hmm. in everybody else. And, uh, you know, that's that's just their perspective that I'm putting out there. But um it, it kind of hurt them in, uh, with some people. So I think it would be good to separate Ring of Honor, you know, on its own on its own promotion each week. That would, that would be great for the company. Uh, chiming in here. Uh, people are saying from Franklin, uh, Franklin, where is this Franklin? Someone, someone, uh, you click, you move too quick and it moves by Rob Blair. Hi everyone. Franklin, Pennsylvania. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I, uh, Willie Eagle will do some awesome job in whatever role he may be in for WWE. I agree with you. Thank you for the comments there. Ryan Markham here. This is the one I want to get to. Is it possible that Dean Ambrose might be heading back to WWE Royal Rumble this year? 
That will be a shocking. You never know. Oh, we'll squash some of these Royal Rumble rumors. Have you seen these Royal Rumble rumors? They are outlandish. Now, there's a legitimate report about The Rock being involved in the Royal Rumble. Um, but there's been these Royal Rumble rumors that, like, John Moxley is going to show up and they're going to have him in the Rumble match. And and I think it's just something where speculation just kind of snowballs and people like a, fan, a fantasy booking thing just trends. And then people think, oh, I've just heard people talking about it. So it's real. Um <laughs> I don't think there's anything to that. I, I don't think John John Moxley is the guy that they've secured a big contract with for the next several years. And I do I, I could see some lower card people. I could see um uh, Jericho, you know, he did Stone Cold Steve Austin sessions, but I don't see him showing up in the Royal Rumble. I just don't. You know, it's, uh, sorry guys. I'm I I mean, I don't mind being wrong about it. Uh but I'm I'm not going to bet on it. You're not going to get me to bet money on that. <laughs> That's Has anybody uh, said anything about CM Punk coming back at Rumble? Oh, <laughs> he's not gonna be healthy, man. He's not he gonna be healthy be to do it. You know what I mean? That's just... <laughs> and, and and also, if he was out of a contract, there's gonna be terms, and he's still getting paid. He's still under contract, right. by the way. That's, just, uh, so that's, yeah. that's the latest word I know from multiple people. Uh, so yeah, that's what I heard. So uh, people saying he'll be a good manager. <laughs> not if Tony Khan has anything to say about it. Apparently, he's not gonna be a manager. He'll be in television at all. It's going to be managing people off camera, legitimately managing them. Uh, so, yeah, different takes. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Uh, Nick, if they want to follow you on the Twitter machine, where do they go, bud? At nharkson24. That's at N-H-A-R-K-S-E-N 24. Mm-hmm. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Kev Kellum. That's K-E-V-K-E-L-L-A-M. Uh, if you haven't done so, go ahead and subscribe to our Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel. Bunch of cool stuff we just dropped. I know you just did a big list video. I did some list yeah. videos as well. I, I just did a, you did the top 10 wrestlers that shouldn't have won the big match. Like a match yes. they won that they shouldn't have won. Uh, <laughs> I, I have that on my queue, my, my YouTube queue. And I just did, I just recorded it. We haven't put it out yet. It's going to be out this weekend. 10 injuries in the ring, 10 unfortunate injuries that happened in the ring. So I'm really uh, looking forward to that. Plus, we have interviews up with some of the biggest names. Kurt Angle doing a WWE scouting report. We have him doing a scouting report throughout the week in several videos. Go check that out. Zaya Brookside speaking with us. And Eddie Edwards from Impact Wrestling. They're busy. They got overdrive <laughs> this weekend. So, I mean, there's so much going on there. We have that exclusive. So definitely go check it out. Remember, when watching wrestling, please do the most important thing for yourself, for your friends. For all the goodies and the baddies in pro wrestling, please take a deep breath. Enjoy wrestling. Bye. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out.